Today on Pin It Deep, we get over the Mississippi State loss. Together, we are joined by Josh Ali and Isaiah Epps. Miles rings in from Nashville in the first segment. We lose him in the last segment. All around, pretty good show today. As always, retweet the episode for your chance to enter to win the signed balls. This week's winner is Robert Huffman. And don't forget that next week, Sunday, November 7th, after the Tennessee game, 2 o'clock, Max and Miles will be at Tin Roof with Cavassier Smoke, Chris Rodriguez. We are going to do a live taping there at Tin Roof. This will be our first one. We would love to see everyone there. But from aside from that, we have a great show for you all. As always, like, share, subscribe, listen, download, tell a friend, be a friend. You know the drill. Let's get into it. So others, mm, so go every time. So others may every time get some. Live from KS Bar and Grill, introducing Pin It Deep with Max Duffy and Miles Butler, presented by Kentucky Sports Radio. Welcome in to another edition of Pin It Deep. I am Brent Wainscott atop of KS Bar and Grill along with Max Duffy. Miles Butler is down in Nashville over Zoom. Kentucky comes off of a just an all-systems failure down in Starkville, Mississippi. Max, you were actually there. They lost, what was it, 31-17? How- <laughs> Can we just stop the podcast for a second yeah. and just talk about the fact that Miles Butler is actually doing this podcast while sitting on a toilet in his house. Now, he's not doing anything. He just thought that that would be a nice, comfy place to sit, and it's nice and quiet in his bathroom. Yeah, that's his uh, recording booth. This is putting me off. Even though I'm sure there's actually more echo in your bathroom, but... Miles? Unless the listeners want to hear the entire party bus scene going on on Broadway underneath me, this is the best quiet spot. It's relaxing here, it's comfortable, and it's quiet. That's true. I mean, it is very... I've been to Miles' house a lot in Nashville. He is, like, near one of the busiest streets. And it's actually fun because those party buses come past and they just play the best music. Yeah. And if you're in, especially on a, like a hungover Sunday mood, the party buses come past and if they've got a really good song rocking, it kind of gets you back in the spirit of things. What, uh, what part of Nashville is it? Like, are you like right across the street? From oh, yeah, Texas? let's give away his address no, like, and his security. Just secu- the, the vicinity. His, like, his credit card details. Yeah. 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 You, uh, <laughs> you're right next to Tootsie's or what? Uh, you could throw a baseball and probably hit it, yeah. How was the uh, – you went to the game yesterday, Miles, Missouri-Vanderbilt. We don't want to talk about the sad game that was Kentucky quite yet. Uh, how was the Vanderbilt-Missouri game? I'm sure it was a packed crowd. Could you get a seat? Atmosphere wasn't crazy electric. Um, one weird thing that I did notice yesterday, I was joking with Grant McKinnis' family. They don't do, um, like, an entire parent section for Missouri. You had random Vandy fans in the middle of that parent section. So, okay. like, we would go to make fun of something that a Vandy player did. And it's like, well, we can't do that. That may be his mom and dad sitting in front of us. <laughs> Wait, so they combine the parents? There's just random fans in the parent section. And you said, don't know who they are. you texted me yesterday, because there's no way anyone tuned in to watch that game. You texted me yesterday and said a kid for Vanderbilt tried to attempt a kickoff and missed the ball? Yep. <laughs> I, well, I think he meant to do it. I think it was like a bluff. Oh, okay. But everyone <laughs> took off running down the field. All the return guys were like, what's going on? And then they had to redo the kick. 
That's hilarious. What's sad is, though, That's is the hilarious. fact that they did that, and I was right, Vanderbilt covered. So at some stage today, we got to call up your all's good buddy, Grant McInnes, uh, so you guys can apologize to yeah, him yeah, bad, for putting so much faith into him. Bad prediction by us. We'll get to the whole fallout from our predictions in the second half second of the show. Half, yeah. We'll give Grant a call for sure and just see how he's going and apologize for that. Mm-hmm. Um, but let's talk about – Well, we were sad yeah. in Starkville, right? Very, very you sad. You were sad in Starkville. Was how, how was the cowbells? Sad. I uh, was super excited getting on the plane to go there um, and thinking I was in for a hell of a night. Um, a historic win was on the cards for Kentucky in it. When we returned that punt return for a touchdown, I was like, here we go. This is our night here. It's about to turn the tides. We, were having, we actually have Josh Ali on in a little bit, him and Isaiah Epps, so that'll be good yep. to hear from him about that. But we were up 10-0, and then it all fell apart. Yeah, I don't know. Go ahead, Miles. When you come down there, Max, did you fly American Spirit? What is you? What airline did you go? Uh, I flew. Uh, <laughs> I flew uh, BCC Airlines. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I don't think I've heard of that one. <laughs> um, so obviously, you guys all watched the game. Uh, Kentucky did not look great. Thirty-one unanswered points to Mississippi State. Something about going down to Starkville just hasn't been Kentucky's mo ever. Um, you know, well, uh, before you get to it too much, we do, there's a little asterisk above this, this game. Yep. And it's, to be honest, there's going to be an asterisk above yep. every game from now on because for those that didn't tune into the Saturday show, you'd know um, that this, it's the time of the year where coaches just start saying we're a bit banged up. Yep. And it's also the time of the year where the, you know, it's a tough SEC schedule that very, we play. Very it's tough. a tough SEC schedule. That we go through. It's kind of like playing an NFL schedule. and It's a road SEC game. Continually repeat that it's an SEC schedule and everyone's a bit banged up. So yep. just remember that we're a bit banged up. Yep. Everyone's banged up. I, had, I was going on Twitter today. I, I just, you let them know. I had to let everyone know that was continually questioning last night. We were banged up yep. and we're, we're banged up. Everyone's banged up. Uh, defense is banged up. Offense is banged, banged up. up. And teams, someone said to me, well, up. the offensive defense is banged up. What about the punt game? Thinking that that was funny. Wilson Berry, banged, banged up. up. Yep, he's 100%. He's banged up. So, Miles, like, it's just one of those things where people don't realize, but we're banged up right now. It's taking its toll. The schedule's taking its toll on the team. The roster's a little bit depleted, um, but it's next man up. You know, you got to turn to the guy next to you and say whoever's filling in. Needs to do the job just as well as the guy before him. Well, you, yeah. you said that on Saturday too, Miles, and, and we had someone write in on Twitter as well and say that uh, the, the Wildcat, the Wildcat mascot, has been struggling to do his push-ups recently. And up. I said, you know, long SEC schedule for him too, banged up as well. And then someone <laughs> commented, and I thought this was actually quite prudent, he said, next mascot up. Mm. Back turn. <laughs> do we have a backup mascot? I, I hope so. We, we got Scratch. I wonder, like... If he had COVID or she, I don't know if it's a guy or a girl, do they have a replacement on standby? I, I hope. I haven't seen the depth chart for mascot, yeah. um, but I'd have to say it's an extensive one. I'd say there's about four or five that are that are ready to go. They'd have to be, and they must do training sessions and those kind of things and do mascot things We also in the mascot to, universe. If you're the backup mascot, you'd think, too, I'm good. This I'll never have to actually go do this stuff. Probably had a huge Friday night before the game. I can't think of much worse than, like, an August... Uh, 90 degree kickoff at Kroger and you're in the costume having to do push-ups against yep. Louisiana Lafayette. Yeah. Oh. But the good thing is though, if it's in August, then you're not banged up yeah. because that's the start of the season and you probably haven't seen your SEC schedule yet because you're playing a non-conference type team. Just so getting not, loose. Not banged up yet, which is good. Um, in all seriousness though, we actually are banged up on yeah. the team and it's actually starting to hurt us a bit. Depth at D-line, 
Oh, D-line uh, was brutal. Brutal. Uh, I think Square possibly might be hurt. I think uh, lost J-Dub again. C-Rod looks hurt too. We actually are genuinely banged up. Yeah. No, it's... So, and it looked it looked bad last night. A um, little bit they, of a wrist injury going on with C-Rod, I think yeah, is what I'm hearing. They started to tear us apart um, with their little dink and dunk, and uh, I didn't really see that coming, but they did kind of start to just pick holes and the fact that we couldn't get any sort of rush and they rushed as much as they... So they had a quarterback that went for the best completions ever. Best 36 for 39. Best completion percentage ever in SEC football. And I read something somewhere that it was like one of Mike Leach's most ever rushes in a game too. Yeah. So we got smacked on both sides. I was really curious about that going into the week about how all week the narrative was, oh, Stoops has the book out. Stoops knows how to stop the air raid. Uh, Leach can't match up well with the Stoops defense. Oh, hold on. KS Bar is oh, going wow. crazy. Titans, Titans, Colts are in a game right now. Yep, they are. Uh, but anyways, it was like all week, like Stoops has figured it out. He can't stop it. And in the back of my mind, I'm thinking, if you're Mike Leach, like I know you're a stubborn air raid offense guy, why would you not just run the ball? And that's what he ended up doing. K- Kentucky was sitting on the D-line. They ran it up the middle. It hurt Kentucky, especially down in the red zone. And ultimately, it was uh, to Kentucky's demise, and now we're sitting at 6-2 and two, um, after giving up 31 unanswered points, which is something that I never would have fathomed out of Saturday at all. I just don't understand, and I'm, I, obviously we're not going to get into the X and O of it because we don't know, but how you go from six picks last year and maybe the most dominating defensive performance Stoops and the staff have put together versus this year just getting SEC records put on you. I don't like – we're just banged up. Banged up, but also, yeah, I, I think as well, like, they're just getting used to Leach's offense, obviously, mm-hmm. quite clearly. I mean, I think they've been on the improve a little bit. Besides the Bama game, they've been on the improve a bit. There's always a, a, an uptick with Mississippi State offenses or Mike Leach offenses in year two of, of, the, uh, of the program, and not to mention, like... If we had have stuck to our usual, like rationale of the Jew theory as well. They already um, we had six picks against them last year, so we were due for a zero pick game. Like you can't have you can't continually get picks against the team. Eventually it comes back um, and we were due to have a bad one. You know, I was actually thinking about this morning about what we were gonna talk about. I wanted to talk about how like how due we were for a bad football weekend. And that's just what it's been. It was a it was a really bad we week. Have like and, a clunker every year. Yeah he has a clunker game and it doesn't make any sense every year. Yeah. We should beat him. We don't. That's our clunker of the year. Let's move on from it. But, yeah, it was uh, not a good weekend. Yeah, and I think there'd been a couple of games where we probably thought we played better, but we'd made some key mistakes mm-hmm. where it almost hurt us. This was the game where we didn't play good and we had a bunch of mistakes that yeah. hurt us. So, um, disappointing week. Hopefully, we could bounce back for Tennessee because I know I'm feeling pretty flat at the moment about that performance. Uh, I'm hoping we can bounce back. I went in with great optimism, and that was dashed about halfway through the third quarter. Yeah, well, we got – we, I'm not on the team, but it's like Kentucky got back within 14 at the start of the fourth quarter. I was like, okay, maybe we can get, like, remnants of the, the Missouri game a few years ago. We can get hot, strike for two more touchdowns. Next thing you know, you're in a ball game. And then Kentucky goes out, and I don't remember the sequence, but they ended up punting with, like, seven minutes to go, which was kind of confusing to me. I never really questioned Mark Stoops on much, but at that point, you're down 14, seven minutes to go. Yeah. I think you got to go. You for mentioned it Missouri and hot in the same sentence, which is yeah. often used. For Golden um, Girls, I'm going to say Miles, and you weren't there to back me up, but wow, um, the Mississippi State dance team has taken the number one power rankings for me by far. Um, one of the greatest dancing ensembles I've ever seen in my entire life. 
Now we've always had beef. We've had beef with the Mississippi State Band. That's been yep. ongoing. Not a big fan of the band. Mm. The dance team. Wow. Uh, Golden Girls move over Mississippi State Band. Comes in at number one in the power rankings, and they're in the playoffs for me right now. And do you mean like power rankings? Like they're just really talented dancers. Oh, really talented dancers. Yeah, uh, great. They put on a great good, ensemble. Like uh, I said, it was great good to choreography. Watch them. Yeah, really good yep. choreography. Yep, I was fantastic. really happy with that. So. Um, that was a highlight for me, honestly, for the night because there wasn't much else to watch. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm getting a text from Isaiah Epps right now, so yep. should I go get him? Yep, go for it. Yep, and that we'll just we'll just jump right to that. Go, we got we got to get better about this. <laughs> oh Lord! Right. Joining us now on Pin It Deep, two players out of the wide receiver room for your Kentucky Wildcats: Isaiah Epps and Josh Ali. Uh, guys, how are y'all doing today? Well, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay, yeah, take hold on. Before we Before we <laughs> skip to him, I got the first thing to start off with, all right? Okay. So, I do extensive research. Yep. Um, which means that I just go to Kentucky Wildcats roster and just click on the names and see all the little things that are on there. And nicknames, so we can just refer to them each time we ask them a question. You've got Zay down. Zay. Makes yeah. perfect sense. Yeah. Jay Boogie. Where'd that come from? What is that? Man, uh, when I was younger, yeah, uh, I played in uh, when I was in little league. That's his name that stuck with me. But uh, now, you know, I go by Prince Ali, Jay Boogie, Ali. So, so if I, I throw to you, I just give you the Prince. Yeah, you can say the Prince. That's perfect. <laughs> which, which one's your favorite? Prince Ali is definitely my Prince favorite. Ali. All right. I like it. I like yeah, it. I like hey, too. last night, guys, what happened? We'll start with you, Isaiah. What happened last night? Then Josh, you take over after that. Man, I think it was just real simple. Like, we didn't really come to play. And at Mississippi State, it's a tough environment. It's kind of in the middle of nowhere. It's not much fun there, (laughs) like they said. But we just didn't come to play. I just think it was just every position we just lacked, just as a whole unit. It wasn't really one person. I know, like, the stats may look a little different, but I don't think it was just, like, one person or anything. I feel like it all fell fell upon the team, really. What about you, Josh? What do you think? Yeah, man, uh, we just didn't click, man, on both sides of the ball. You know, we didn't click. We didn't come as a team. Uh, we had, what, five turnovers? Yeah. You can't win a game with five turnovers, man. So, At all. Uh, yeah, we didn't click. Uh, offensively, you know, we had too many turnovers. We, we gave them the ball on their side of the on their side of the field multiple times. So, you know, just as a team, you know, we didn't click. We didn't come out and play like we were supposed to. I was to. there standing on the sideline cheering you guys on. Dude. Uh, Cowboys were loud last oh, night. Yeah, yeah. Man, right? Every, every crazy, time. man. It was actually crazy. Like, talk to the people that are listening about how, uh, like, unique that is and how strange it is. Because normally when you're playing, they have to, like, the fans can make a lot of noise by cheering. So they have to take a breath sometimes. Ooh. So they get tired. Fact. But with the Cowboys, they can just keep going because all they got to do is move their wrists it, a little bit. It's and cheating. It's just, it's, it's just cheating. noise nonstop. Josh, how do you like? How do you deal with that? Because we didn't jump offside, I don't think, but yeah, it's no. tough, right? Yeah, it's definitely tough, man. You know, we uh, you know, we switch things up. We're going to clap now, so when we see the quarterback clap, the yeah. balls get snapped. So, you know, but still, the cowbells, man. Even getting to play in the huddle is tough. You know, everybody got to be ears in, close to the quarterback and stuff like that. So, man, it's just tough overall. But that environment is, you know, I've since ever since I've been here, I've never won at Mississippi State. Yeah, yeah. It's crazy, been, last time we did, uh, or you all did, I was like seven or eight. It's yeah, been a long time. Been a long time. Long time. 
Long time. It's that environment, man. It's just something about it. I don't know. I haven't figured it out, and I'm not going to figure it out. So it's just I, sw- I swear, it. I think it really is the fact that it's in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. You got like, The past few years, you all stayed like an hour outside of Starkville. This time, mm-hmm. you guys stayed like a, a stone's throw away. Yeah, we from, stayed like three minutes away. That's from what I was going to say. How was like, as I asked you, like how much was it way better? Because I've talked to a few of the guys. They said it was way better because we don't have to do that hour and a half long bus oh, ride. Oh, yeah. I'd much rather fly into the city that we're playing in and just stay close and so it's an easy drive like whenever we go to uh like for example when we go to uh georgia yeah we stay like 45 minutes away yeah. like we fly into atlanta yeah and then drive away and then have to go to athens so like it's, it's kind of draining though, such like, a weird part of like playing away because like coach stoops and the staff have this thing of like if you stay in the town where you're playing they're gonna like spike your food or like <laughs> doing stuff like that like for real so it's the uh, michael jordan flu game literally yeah. so like we stay far out to try and avoid that but then you've got this big ass bus ride all yeah. the way in so my genuine question though i wonder if it's and you guys have a better idea than this than i do of course but i wonder it's like when you go to georgia and you go to places like uh, Tennessee, this, that, and the third. Like, you see the environment that's there. You see the fans, like, on your way, this, that, and the third. Starkville's just a dead place. So I wonder if it's, like, almost like playing a noon game at home where it's just dead everywhere and affects you all as well. Yeah, um, you know, the energy is everything, man. You know, just before the game, uh, you know, during the game, the energy is everything. And just to see, like, it's – it's just boring. Like, it's nothing yeah. exciting. Like, we, you know, usually when we got home games, I'm looking out, out of the bus window and I'm yep. seeing all these people and they hyped up, they putting their hands up and stuff like that. It just and brings it's more like energy. For us. Yeah. yeah. At home, it's like all for us. And then there, mm-hmm. it's just like, and then the weather last night had also just added Miserable. to the fact. It was like gloomy and like all that stuff. So it was just, yeah. it was just yeah. a bad okay. experience. So. Coach Stoops tried to move the hotel closer. He also, the night before, decided to try and unveil some sort of premiere movie. Now, we had a theory that he was going to be a homemade movie, maybe just to fire you boys up, see him smacking in a little bit, maybe something like that. What was the movie? Uh, it was the um, new movie with Venus and Serena Williams. Okay. And then, uh, also, Will Smith plays the dad. How was it? It was pretty good. I think that's probably the best movie we've seen. Because, you know, we go to the movies every uh-huh, Friday. Uh-huh. Uh, Whenever we travel for games, that's the best movie we've seen all year. Did he use it in his pregame speech? Because he normally, like, somehow gets in, like, some of the motivation. Did he get it in there, Josh? Nah, nah, he didn't get it in this time. I don't even think he was there, was he? No, he wasn't at the movie. (laughs) I don't even think he was there, man. I don't think Coach Stoops goes to the movie. He don't go to the movie. Yeah, maybe he was off creating his movie. But, you know, I appreciate it, though, because that movie doesn't come out until November sometimes. So, you know, he got us a you know, a little preview of a movie that's coming out later. One one slight positive from uh, Mississippi State. Josh, your return back from injury, uh, you rip off a, a, a punt return to the house. That was the first time Kentucky had returned a punt since Lynn did it in the uh, Citrus Bowl. How was that and how, how good is that for your confidence going forward, knowing that you're back, your first play, you take it to the house? Oh, man, it felt great, man. You know, I want to uh, – Give a special thanks to Coach Louie because he told me I was going to score this game, too, on the point return. So, you know, uh, everything was set up perfectly, man. It felt good. It felt good to be back in the end zone because I haven't scored since uh, Chattanooga. Oh, wow. A couple weeks ago. Yeah, and I didn't play these last two weeks. And uh, we had a bye week, so that's three weeks. You know, it just felt good to be back on the field and, you know, be in the end zone. I don't want to call you out for being wrong about stuff, but you gave a shout-out to Coach Louie. You should be shouting out this podcast <laughs> yeah. because Saturday mornings we do a preview of the game. And Brent, you did. tell me you that I'm wrong. It. We said, here comes a punt return touchdown because their punt is it's putrid. Yeah. See, so bad. And we're going to get one. And hey, first, first punt. 
the very first one. Very yeah. first, man. Because I was like, I literally tapped the guys that I was standing next to. I'm like, watch this. This guy's terrible, man. We might have punt return for a touchdown here. And yeah, I just sounded like the smartest guy of yeah. all time. And they're like, wow, you really know your special teams well. I'm just like, well, uh, I don't. But it was just a lucky <laughs> guess. Nah, Duffy, you know, right. bro, Duffy's balls, you know, Duffy's balls are already in the air, all in the air, man. That ball came straight line to me. I'm uh-huh. like, man, I got time. Yeah, all right. Man. Serious question for both of you then. What's better? Punt return touchdown or like receiving touchdown? Josh, we'll start with you. I think that punt return touchdown is better because you know special teams don't. You know it's it's often during the during the game. Uh-huh. So just to you know get a special teams touchdown, man, that's it's you know it's it doesn't happen often. And you get to run like sixty odd yards most exactly. of the time too, yeah. which very rarely happens. What yeah. about you? Yeah, I'd have to agree. Definitely yeah. special teams because like the special teams uh, touchdowns can like I mean offense as well or defense, but. Special teams turnovers, uh, I mean, touchdowns, like, really add, like, a whole other aspect uh-huh. and change the momentum of the game. So, yeah, yeah when it feels a little better. When it happened, I was like, teams. here we go. We're, yeah. we're about to have a good night. Um, that's what I thought. Dude. After that, I was like, oh, yeah, we back. Oh, yeah, we here. Sweet, yeah. Can I actually talk about the, the punt return real quick? Because it kind of got talked about on Twitter yeah. last night. You obviously returned it for a punt, and then uh, Wandell went back and got some as well. On the podcast when he was here, what was that? two, three weeks ago, yep. he mentioned that you all just kind of, before the punt, just kind of just decide who goes. Was was it more of that, or have you guys switched to, like, a routine, or is it still, like, we're just we're just going to see who goes? Uh, no, nah, at this point, you know, I just scored, so in my head, I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, man, they're not going to kick me the ball no more. I just scored a whole touchdown. It's not their first punt, so they're not going to kick me the ball no more. So, uh, it was great field position. You know, they, uh, they was on their, what, like 12, 15-yard yep. line. So we like, man, we going into halftime, we can get a touchdown right now. Uh punter wasn't good at all. It was a, yeah. a low punt. And um, you know, he tried to do what he could do with it. But, you know, uh I'm mostly the guy that goes back there. But, you know, in that situation, you know, we, I was like, man, they're not gonna kick it to me no more. Hey, so. as well, we are we talked this about this with Wondale, but we'd just love to get everyone's thoughts. You've been doing a lot of punt returns. How explain to the listeners because we on Twitter we get blown up with people that go like, yeah. man, punt return, like what are we doing? Like we always letting the ball bounce and stuff like that. Firstly, how hard it is to get the ball when it's bouncing. Oh, and secondly, we go defensive safe half the time. So it's you versus like their whole eleven guys in your face. So just talk about that for a little bit. Yeah, so I don't think people realize that, you know, we're looking in the air the whole time and then we have You gotta like feel the people coming yeah, to Yeah, you. you gotta actually you gotta look you, through your periphery and see how many people's coming and how fast they're coming. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, you're looking up at the ball the whole time because you got to track it and catch it. So it's not as easy as everybody think, you know, uh, even when, you know, it's short and that, and they want us to catch it, but you have to realize there's so many people coming. Mm-hmm. A lot of things can happen. Somebody can hit me, uh, somebody can get in the way and I can miss the ball and it could bounce and be their ball and yeah. still hit me. So, you know, it's a lot going on it's when ins- the ball's in the air. It's insane how easy people think it is and yeah. I just love for them to go out there and try and catch a yeah, punt. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they you would, go out there and would, go do it. They would be a whole lot more mad if they tried to catch a bouncing ball and then the other team recovered it. Yeah, well, we love our listeners, so we're not yeah. saying it's them. But <laughs> let's, let's just say the people on Twitter normally that I look up that do yep. comment that look like they probably couldn't run more than <laughs> 10 yards in their life. So Wait, was it – I might be wrong about this. Didn't you guys try to – was that a punt block play that, that happened? I know we usually do yeah. decent or defensive stay, 
defensive save, Jesus. But it looked like uh, Stoop sent the house on that punt. Yeah, and I didn't even know that. That's the bad <laughs> part. I didn't even know, man. I didn't even know until after they said, yeah, we was playing safe. And I'm like, he told me a whole different thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, just, you know, just for me to get that space, you know, I made something happen with it. You know, it felt good. No, yeah, Louis. I realized that, that we rushed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, let's switch it up a little bit here. Um, just you guys, we'll start with Isaiah and then we'll go to Josh again. Um, just talk about the impact of, firstly, Coach Cohen, and then I guess entailing with that, Will Levis coming to the program, how that's kind of changed. I know you guys were a little bit starved for opportunity uh, yeah. before this year and how that's worked out, so we'll start and with I, you. And that, I think you said it for – I think that's all it was. It just gave new opportunity, like a new – we just flipped the script a little bit. We just threw a little – little sprinkles on top like it was just like I mean everything was there like we had the players and I mean football's football I mean the plays aren't the concepts aren't going to change too much but just bringing them in with the experience that coach Cohen has um, coming from the NFL and then coming here I think people just kind of look real highly upon him just from from coming there just because that's where we're trying to get and then as for Will I think he was hungry for a new opportunity to uh come here and we were hungry of course like just looking for a new quarterback just someone who could be consistent and just run the offense and be a good leader on the on the other side and I think they both serve their purpose and I think it's working well for us to be honest uh I think just adding some new I mean people love new things Mm -hmm. so like just adding something new to the program definitely uh I mean as a record I mean not so much the loss last night, but the record's kind of speaking for itself. No just doubt. Everybody's working, though. I think it was good, though, that they came and joined us. What you think, Josh? Yeah, man. Also, uh, like we said, man, coming from the NFL, you know, I think it gives the guys that's, you know, moving on to that next level, it gives them a head start. Like me, you know, uh, this NFL offense, you know, who knows? I may go to a team and it'd be the same offense, but call different things. Yep. So, you know, I still have that, that mindset of, you know, I'm familiar with this playbook and stuff like that. And, uh, as for Will, you know, he's a man. Ever since he came into the building, you know, I just felt great energy from, from him. And, uh, you know, he's a great leader. You know, uh, you know he he takes the blame for things that he shouldn't be taking blame for. But, you know, as a quarterback, that's some things you have to do. And, uh, you know, I really appreciate him for that. And, you know, uh, I think it's going to be great for the rest of the year. We've been talking about on the podcast that we love this time of the year because the coaches just start coming out and saying, hey, it's SEC schedule, it's tough. And then they always go, oh, we're banged up. Everyone's banged up. We're banged up. This banged up, that. We're banged up. We lost, we banged up. They love saying we're banged up, right? How banged up are your two hands from how hard Will Levis throws the ball? Because, man, like you've both been on receiving end of it, literally and metaphorically. Um, He threw some to you early in the year, Josh, where it looked like you were surprised with how fast it was coming to you. And Isaiah, we talked off air just before about it. T- tell us, Josh, how hard does he throw it and how hard is it to catch well, it with the that first, speed? Well, the first play of the year, too. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, I was yeah. just about to talk about yeah. that. Man, the first play, I I probably blinked. And it probably <laughs> threw me off a little bit, man. But, yeah, man, he throws hard. You know, it's about to get worse because it's about to get more cold. Yeah, right yeah. Now. Oh, no. And it's really about to get worse. But, you know, we got padded gloves for a reason. So, <laughs> we got hand warmers for a reason. So, hopefully, you know, it, gets a little lighter on our hands. Legit question. Is that something you all ever talk about with the quarterbacks or just Will in general be like, hey, man, like, it's November. We can we can take just a little bit out there. <laughs> Not <laughs> well, really. Nah. Like, I don't think – no. I don't think – we don't ever talk about it. And I don't think we will because, like, that's just part of his game. Like, that's just how yeah. it comes off. And I don't even know – think I don't think he does it on purpose. It's yeah. just 
I mean, like he's. I mean, he just throws it hard. Yeah, and like, I don't think it's a good idea to tell him that because it'll throw off his anticipation yeah, in the route. Too, yeah, so. we try to change the way he throws this late. Yeah. Last well, night, yeah. last night, Josh, he, he may or may not. I'm gonna say may. He missed you on one. Do you still just get to go off the field and say, Coach Cohen, hey, just put me down for that one because that should have been a touchdown. It was just his fault. He missed me. Yeah, no, definitely no. Uh, I don't. He didn't miss me at all. You know, uh, just coming out of that route. We've never uh, thrown that right in practice, okay. first of all, but that's not an excuse. I was going to say, it looked really similar to that play against Missouri last year, though. Yeah, yeah, we never thrown mm -hmm. that in practice. Uh, but, you know, when I came off the corner, when I passed him, I kind of slowed down myself. Okay. I should have kept running and finished through the ball. But when I looked up, it was too late. I tried to catch up to it and dive. It was too late at that point. So, you know, I don't blame that on him at all. I mean, it was a great read. I was open, you know, so – uh, I don't blame him at all. It's my fault. I should have kept running. Like well, that's to. very humble of you, but yeah. I'm just going to say that that's the politically correct answer. Yeah. <laughs> and, and in the background, you're really just ticking it off yeah. and saying, "Yeah, that's a, that, add that one to the touchdown list." Yeah, but yeah. you know, you know, I, you know, I was thinking about this last night. Like, man, if I would have scored before halftime, it would have been 17-14. Yeah, you know, we'd have went into halftime, you know, up, up and scored. So I think that just that whole energy would have been different going into halftime and then coming back out and we're winning. So. I kind of blame myself for that, you, too. You well, never know what one play is going to change the game. Exactly, is that right? Exactly. You know, Stoop says that all the time, yeah. man. You never know it's what so that one literal. play is going to be. Yeah. <laughs> oh <my> hey, <laughs> Isaiah, you caught your first ever touchdown pass this year, correct? Yeah. How'd yeah. that feel? It felt good, man. It was uh, – this has been a long time coming, but it just felt so good just because I've overcame so much this – like, since I've been here at Kentucky, yeah. like, just everything. Just a lot of adversity off the field and, shoot, just recovering from energy. So, finally – getting six it felt good bro expand on that man because like so it, people don't understand like you've been here what four years is this your fifth year this is my fourth year fourth year yeah so like people don't understand like how much work goes into just being able to catch one touchdown pass like s spring sessions summer sessions right. uh, classroom uh you've been through a bunch of injuries you can talk about that like four years just to get like one opportunity to catch a touchdown pass and that's the first time like, you've done what you came here to do. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, it's so much hard work, and people don't understand that. Talk about how tough that was, especially with your injuries. Yeah, it kind of felt like that. Like, I just – like, everything that goes into it, like, you work out, you lift weights, you go to class, you do all this stuff day in and day out for years on end. And like I said, like, some people might look at it as, like, like you would want more, and of course I do. But, like, just – I mean, just actually doing it. Yeah. Like, and overcoming the – uh the foot injury and the broken thumb and just stuff like that, like just seeing it all come together, seeing the linemen do their job, the quarterback do their job, and then all the receivers do their job, and then that was just the final outcome. But that's just the beautiful part to it for me, like everybody just all on the same page. Because it, it takes 11 people for offense versus defense. It takes 11 people to do their job right yep. for something to go right. Yep. Versus defense, one guy could just be a freak and make a play. Yeah, yeah. So. we could just have Josh Pascal just go out and blow up every yeah. play. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, We don't need anyone else. But you're right, though. It's, it's a lot, and that's why I think everyone was super happy to see you finally get one. Yeah. Uh, you've had plenty, Josh. Yeah. In your time. Yeah. Uh, but we, we were talking about injuries. How's your injury going? Are you back good 100%? Oh, uh, yeah, man. Shit. I, I mean, no, no, you're no, good. You're good. <laughs> you, say, you say shit as many times as you want. Hey, you can even Let say f and he just has to cut it out. I'm so f out of you doing that, dude. I make, him, I make him edit one out every single podcast, so f you, Brent. Go ahead. <laughs> Literally. So then he does that, and then he'll text me like the next day, Brent, why are you not tweeting out the podcast link? Why are you not doing this? Well, it's because I spent three f 
now and try to edit this thing because you just want to keep dropping shit, man. <laughs> yeah, no, but after that run last night, man, I feel great, man. Yeah. I'm, you know, I'm ready. I'm ready to keep going. You know, uh, you know, it's been three weeks. Uh, I healed. I got stronger. I feel like I got stronger, actually. Good. And, uh, you know, it's, it's time to roll, man. We can't lose no more games. No, we cannot. We at all. Nope. Talk about that, though, Isaiah, please. What's the expectations for the rest of the season? I know we talked about, like, Everyone was thinking, like, coming off the bye, Georgia, we didn't want to go into to make one turn into two. Unfortunately, it yeah, happened. Yeah. Right. But for the rest of the season, you know, people always, like, on the radio and on all the comments on Twitter and stuff like that, they're always like, oh, man, they're going to be, like, so disappointed and heartbroken and this is going to turn into a bad season and, like, all that kind of – it's like we get over it pretty fast as players, right? Yeah, I think – What do we got for the rest of the season? I think last night was the worst part of the season. Like, yep. I mean, like we said, we hate for one to turn into two, but it happened. But I think, like, just the mature team that we have, like, that's the – like, it's cut off. Like, I feel sorry for these next four teams, to be honest. Yeah, like, hey, I like that. And, like, I just know, like, with the kind of hunger and determination we're going to come back with Monday when we go to practice – and like I said, like these next four teams might, I mean, they're going to have to strap it on because, like, no one in the building is very happy. I mean, mm -hmm. no one likes to lose, but especially like that. So I think uh, the rest of the season, I mean, just speaking for myself, which I'm kind of biased, but I think you can expect another uh, undefeated last four games. One of the teams, Tennessee, the last time you guys actually went down to Starkville and lost in a pretty poor fashion, the next game was Tennessee at home, night game, set out crowd. Both y'all were on that team. Is, do you guys sort of get that same feel this season as well that, like, hey, Tennessee might just be in some trouble for you guys? Oh, even more. Man, even you know. More. Uh, let's go. <laughs> yeah, even more. You know, let's this, go. Yeah, this, people are pissed off, bro. Let's, yeah. Hey, let's kick it off right now. This we ain't got to wait another week. I let's know, go. I know the Louisville and Kentucky's a rival game, but I think this game's more of a rivalry yeah. than that one. You hey, know what I mean? So, Max doesn't know this because he's not from here, but I'm sure you hate Tennessee too. I but do. Like, for me, I'm the same way. Tennessee is the worst – I hate them more than I hate Louisville. Like, I, I get it. Is that your all's least favorite team to play? Or it might be your favorite team to play. Is that the team you guys feel the most hate well, toward? Like, I'm not from around here. I'm from Oklahoma. But, like, I kind of just feel the vibe of everybody around here. And, yeah. like, and I feel like Tennessee is the greater rival, mm -hmm. even though Louisville right down the street. Yeah, yeah. I feel like Tennessee's well, a little – It's not it's much of a rival when, when we beat them by 40 points. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so we could cut that out of that end. So, yeah. Yeah, probably Tennessee then. I feel like – I mean, we get up for both of those games. For but, sure. Um, I feel like – and I feel like the fans also take Tennessee a little more seriously. And uh, mm -hmm. I feel like, like you said, this game could potentially be sold out. Depending it is, it is it's sold out. It's sold out. Oh, yeah, really? it's sold out. oh they still they still messing with us. Yeah, so yeah. if you were if, if you were trying to get tickets, they're done. So. <laughs> oh wow, yeah, yeah. The fans still rocking with us, man. Hey, so uh, enough football for a little bit. Let's get into some more of the personal stuff for you two. Uh, tell us how the love affair became, because you guys. So the thing is, so for the listeners, right? We normally have one guest on per week. Um, these two don't do anything unless you have them together. They're like an inseparable <laughs> duo. They're like stepbrothers. So when I ask one of them, the other one's always got to be doing it with it. When I, we go Tim Roof, the other one's got to come. When we go <laughs> when we go anywhere, the other one's got to come. When did the love affair start with each other? We'll start with you, Josh. Oh, man. <laughs> so um, freshman year, uh, you know, we came to the dorm the same day. We popped up at the desk at the same time, really. And uh, we thought we were going to be roommates, but uh, it didn't go as planned. Um, I had a dorm by myself because Lynn, you know, he had a family and everything, yep. so he had to get his own spot. And, um, you know, he had a roommate, but, you know, that didn't go so well. So 
know, I told him to come move down with me. Well, I was going to say, true or not true, when you were in the room by yourself, he used to come over and just yeah, have little sleepovers yeah. every single night. <laughs> Wait, who was the room? Yeah, he wasn't no sleepovers. <laughs> <laughs> nah, you know, we just, you know, uh, we just clicked, man. You know, the, the first couple of weeks, you know, we just we just got a little connection. You know, we, we stayed with that. And, um, you know, when we got out of the dorms, you know, we moved in together outside of the dorms. So ever since then, you know, we've been locked in. And uh, you guys have been through a wide receivers room that's seen plenty of turnover. You two kind of been the only two that have stayed at it, right? Yeah, man. Yeah, uh, we and Cleveland, you know, Cleve. How? Yeah, oh, that's right. Yeah. How how hard's it been? Um, we kind of like, you know, playing for a team that's known for running the ball. You guys have been the guys that have stuck at it, and then now you're starting to see a few fruits of it. Um, how good's that been, Isaiah? Oh, I just think that's what it's all about. Like, yeah. if you come to do something, like you shouldn't just. I mean, personally speaking, for, for me, like, I came here to do something. Like, I'm probably – well, I'm not going to stop until I get there. Yep. So, like, giving up or not really giving up, but just moving on to different things or switching up the script wasn't really in my plan. So, like, now I'm starting to see, like, the sunshine part of it. Yeah. Not that the rest the, – the beginning of it was bad or anything, but, like, like you said, we ran the ball. We – Went through some injury at quarterback. Had we, had, we had a wide receiver. At quarterback. We had a whole wide receiver at quarterback. Yeah. So, yeah. like, I mean, like, I mean, stuff happens. You just have to adjust and adapt to it. So, I mean, that's all we did was just adjusted to it. And now we're starting to see some balls and touchdowns, stuff like that. I actually want to talk about that real quick because you guys throughout your all's four or five years have seen literally every type of wide receiver room that you can. When you all got here, you guys had a, a seasoned room with, like, Dorian was still here, right? I think, mm-hmm. and then we had uh, Jeff. No, Juice. Jeff left. Juice. J- Juice was here. Yeah. C- the tight ends were still here. CJ was here. Then you all go move to like 2018. And everything. Lens getting more prevalent. This, that, and the third. 2019, you all just basically block the whole back half yeah, you of got, the season. You guys got plenty of blocking film. Yep. Uh, they don't need any more of that. I mean, know uh, we could do that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 100%. And then 2020 was pretty pretty hard. You know, throwing the ball as well. And then this season, you guys are running like an NFL offense. How hard has that been to have a – and it's really no one's fault, just inj- injuries and other things like that, to have that sort of lack of continuity from year to year. How hard has that been? Uh, man, I, I've told somebody else this the other day. I said, man, you know, that one year when Lynn was that quarterback and we knew we were running the ball, you know, every day in practice we would throw the ball, just to try things out. Mm. And, you know, I knew in the back of my head, I'm like, man, we're not going to throw the ball this weekend. Like, I know we're not. So, <laughs> you know, I was – I was mad. I was mad. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Because, you know, the plan is, we know, we're going to throw the ball. Lynn's going to get the ball. But I know in the back of my head, Lynn's going to get the ball. But I didn't have a problem with it, though, because Lynn makes plays, bro. He makes it happen. Well, here's the thing, though, and this is what I think being great for you guys, and it's like that working out at its best moment is – yeah, we run the ball every single play, but then the game-winning touchdown of the Belk Bowl is him throwing right the ball to you. Exactly. How cool was so, that? Yeah, it was very cool. I mean, it's the most amazing feeling ever. But to Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, but Friday, you know, I buckled down. I said, man, I'm just here to win. Yeah. You know, I know Lincoln make it happen. I'm here to win. But that bowl game, man, that was uh, – that was amazing, man. It was crazy, crazy. as right. it may sound, bro. Yeah. That's what it all come down to. It's like a win. That's yeah, a, we're trying to win. I actually tweeted that here in the Belk Bowl, though. I was sitting there. I was like, why is Stoops not calling a timeout with two minutes to go? You're not going to win this game with Lynn throwing the ball. And then, like, two plays later, he throws it to Josh. I just, I'm just like, dang. Hey, when they call – so we run the ball all year pretty much. We barely ever throw it. We threw it, like, a couple times just to mix yeah. things up. When we go in for the game-winning touchdown – 
and he calls the pass play, are you like, what? Like, what, what's yeah. going on here? No, I didn't even have, man, listen. You know, we had a mod, right? <laughs> okay. Tall Amad. Yeah, yeah, right yeah, yeah, yeah. So. He was our bailout just if we needed PI. Just throw yeah, yeah. Yep. exactly. So, the whole game plan, before we walked out there, the whole game plan was like, yeah, we're throwing a jump ball to Amad. You know, he had a short corner on him. The DB that was supposed to play that game was hurt. So, we had a smaller corner on him. We said we're going to throw a jump ball to Amad, you know. What happened? So, we walking out, and Lynn's like, hey, man, like, we're on the post. Like, just get open, man. I got you. You like he just whispered it to you, he's, like he's, this, yeah. Because I'm telling him, I'm telling, I'm saying, bro, just you know this is the last, this is your last play. Yeah. I know you're going to the league next year. This is your last play. Like let's, you know, let's do it. Let's get this dub. And he's just like, get open. Like, <laughs> he's like, man, I'm not. Just you need to get open right now. And I was like, all right. So that's the story it. to it. I bet Stoops and uh, and Grant in the post game were like, yeah, we just had it dialed yeah, up. We, we knew Josh was going to be open. Like we thought it was perfect. Is that is that your favorite moment in your career so far? Yeah, man, definitely. That's yeah. my favorite moment. Dude, yeah. that that was probably that's the coolest man. play. I mean, the coolest game to be a part of. Yeah, and then yeah. that play just topped it off. Because, like, as you know, that whole week was just like, is Lynn going to play? Yeah. And then he's like, I'm going to play wide receiver. So he's going to play quarterback. Yeah. And then he's like, oh, I'll go back and play quarterback. Yeah. And then he's like, no, I'm going to go back and play wide receiver. Yeah. And then they came up to him at NASCAR, and then he was like, all right, I'll play quarterback. Wait, yeah. hold on. <laughs> there was whispers of Sawyer playing quarterback that week? Sawyer was telling me he thought he was playing Whoa. quarterback. Well, that's news to, to yeah. us. Yeah. I mean, not that it matters now, but, like, just the, the – that's what I love about doing this, <laughs> learning all these stories, is all these, like, little back-end stories that, like, I – Sorry, Smith playing quarterback in the belt bowl. How, how different that could have been, you know? Oh, yeah. Is that the favorite game you played in then, Josh, as well? Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, Definitely I think it was, too. My favorite. Yeah. yeah. It was my favorite. And then, like, J-Dub ruins the whole game and the whole moment by just getting, <laughs> just like, scoring a touchdown. Dude, pick yeah. up the ball and just go down, man. We already no, had our game win a touchdown. Like, what, listen, why are you trying to steal all the fame for? The crazy thing is, though, that same play, they could have scored. Yes, because yeah. on the other scored. end, they had a whole – They had a whole – oh, man. man. Shoot, shout out to uh, – Who shot. made that hit? Was it J-Dub? Brand, no, it was Brandon Eccles. Brandon Eccles made the hit, and J-Dub scooped it up and scored. See, I, lo- I love that, how y'all have you that. What you said the other day, you said they had a whole convoy. They had a convoy. <laughs> oh, my God. It was so crazy. They had a whole convoy. And one person, it was like all the linemen on one side. So, yeah, that would have been bad if you would have made the pass. But, yeah, shout out to Eccles, man. Good tackle. <laughs> Shifting gears real quick, going from – like. Sticking back with your all's last four years, 2019, you go from blocking the whole time. 2020 was obviously uh, really hard with the lack of throwing the ball and everything like that. SEC schedule too, which means we were pretty banged up. Pretty banged up the whole time. How difficult was that transition going from 2019 to 2020? And do you all think those last six games maybe hindered the passing game in 2020? Um, I don't think so much, Uh, you know. You know, we had a lot of – it was a lot of internal things going on. Uh, you know, Terry – I don't think Terry was, you know, as confident as he was the year before. Mm-hmm. You know, and, um, you know, we just had to switch up uh, the game plan and uh, some things weren't working and we tried to switch it up and it still didn't work. So, uh, you know, we had to make some changes in the program and, um, you know, get another offensive coordinator in here. But, you know uh, – you know, Coach Grant did what he, he he did what he can, yep. did what he could do. And, uh, well, I was about to say, after that good. 2020, after last year, you were pretty quick in deciding that you wanted to come back. Yeah. How long did you think about before you decided to come back? Was it the Cohen hire that helped you come back, or were you just like, I want one more go at it? Um, I, re- I knew I wanted one more go at it, but I didn't sure I wasn't sure if I wanted to, you know, just still be at Kentucky. But, you know, once I heard, you know, when Terry was leaving, you know, I was kind of, you know, indecisive in what I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. 
But once I heard that Will was coming and we, you know, Coach Cohen was coming, you know, I was like, yeah, for sure. You know what I'm saying? So a lot of the guys have talked about it, and I feel like there's an ulterior motive for Coach Stoops hiring Coach Cohen. So <laughs> the LA Rams had, like, real low membership, and now bringing Coach Cohen in, I think the whole offense, like, watches every single Rams game. Do you guys watch Rams games? Are you, like, supporters of the Rams now? Yeah, well, I'm not, well, like, a supporter, not for real, but, like, I watch all the games because it's just like watching us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With a few extra wrinkles in there. I mean. All right, who are you then when you're watching the game? uh, Woods, number two. What about you, Josh? We're in the same position. Uh, Man, I'm uh, Jefferson. You know, Van Jefferson. Van Jefferson. So, okay. Wandell's Cooper Cup. Yeah, he's Cooper you know, Yeah, he's yeah. self-declared Cooper Cup. Wait, who's the, who's, <laughs> yeah. the, who's Deshaun Jackson? Oh, that's new. Because uh, he's still, he still, he's still, still getting open. Well, it would have been Manny. It would have been Manny Harper. Oh, but yeah, he's, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he can't do it anymore. <laughs> Chill out. <laughs> <laughs> so, so NFL teams, right? They're obviously got to scout the Rams. You think they just start scouting Kentucky as well? Like they they can get double the film, right? Basically. Uh, Basically, <laughs> uh, I don't know about that one, man. You know, the, you know the, the Rams. You know, we, you know, our offense is a little, a little different than the Rams' offense. You know, they're, you know, when I watch their games, I feel like they're more, you know, more fluent, and you know, they stick to the basics and stuff like that. You know, we got a little change because it's still college. We man. still we, got some work. We, yeah, we don't, we don't run the same. I mean, we don't see the same defense that's in the NFL. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's totally different. So We also got an All-American running back, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's that, also adds, that also adds a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Something yeah. else to the mix. You know, I feel like these last couple games, though, you know, I feel like one of these games we're going to click and then it's going to just – Continue out for the rest. So, of the season. so you all feel like you haven't played your best game on offense yet, oh, even though putting forty-five on LSU. Shot. Yeah, not no. a shot. No. Do you all feel like it's close? Like it's almost it's, there. Oh, it's close. Man, it's so close. close. It's so close, and it's you know I feel like it's just one, two, or three things that we just got to do just to click. It's just you a know? couple. Yeah, it's just a like, couple things. Like we the just smallest do. details. Yeah, it's but really like, small. But they'll make the biggest difference yeah. because I don't know. It's just like a. I don't know. Hey, we sound like we're on the verge of some big victories then from the sounds of it. What I want to know, though, talking about – well, I wasn't even talking about influences, but I was just trying to make a segue there. <laughs> I was going to say, you're getting too um, bold in your segues. <laughs> uh, so you both have had relatives or siblings or friends or family members that have played at the college level. How cool was that? So I think, Josh, your dad, right? Mm-hmm. LaTeX. Mm-hmm. And then I want to say Iowa State. Mm-hmm. Is that yeah, right? My brother and my cousin. Mm-hmm. Oh, you got to cut that too now. Dude, please stop. I'm really, I'm really good at this shit. Hey, so start with Isaiah. Uh, How's that? that, Has that helped? Has that hindered? What's it been like to have some family members that have done it before you? I mean, it was kind of cool. My brother went to Iowa State. Did you get an offer from Iowa State, by the way? No, I didn't. Oh, no, that sucks. Unfortunately, would have you? Okay, when I was in the SEC, run it back. Would have you gone to Iowa State if you probably had got that over Kentucky, just because of the family? You can say yes. I, think I mean, so. I'll probably hate you, but you I can say probably, yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, I feel like I probably would have yeah, loved the yeah. opportunity to play my brother because, uh-huh. like, we both, like, we're just the perfect age apart where we never got to really do anything together yep. so far as sports. I mean, we ran track together, yep. but it was – I mean, we weren't on any relays or anything. So, just to have that opportunity to play with my brother would have been pretty dope, to be honest. No but, doubt. Um, I would have loved to play with my brother, but he's useless at sports, so he couldn't yeah. make any <laughs> so, you know. 
Well, so. Miles got to play. Well, he's not with us right now, but Miles got to play with Lance. And I know this is off. No, they weren't on the same team. They almost. They, so the year Miles finished, Lance came in. Look, I love Lance, and we've talked about this before. Wait, did, you all knew Lance, right, Butler? Don't ask him that. They won't know. <laughs> yeah, Miles, 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 yeah. Miles, well, that's the thing. When I love Lance to death. When yeah. you all told me he like he played for a season. He didn't play. Well, he was on the on team. The team yeah. I was perplexed entirely. Yeah. What about you, Josh? What about your dad? Uh, yeah, my dad was a great player. I think I'm better than him. <laughs> <laughs> you, know, my dad, you know, my dad was a great player, man. He taught me everything I know. So, you know, I know he's never leave me wrong, but, you know, my dad was a great player, man. It's what? just some things happen. You know what? My dad actually, you know, he gave up football to take care of me. So, oh, man. There you go. You know, 100% wow. my respect him for that. And, you know, uh, part of the reason I'm doing this is for him because, you know, he, he sacrificed, you know, his dreams for hey. me. You are almost better at segues than what I am with that. We ask every single person on the show what their motivation is, why they play, what they do it for. So you want to continue on with that? What's yeah, your motivation? Yeah, no, definitely. You know, uh, you know, just him sacrificing his dreams, you know, to come take care of me. You know, it's a big thing, and uh, him teaching me everything I know right now is, you know, that's huge. And he comes, he makes it almost to every game to watch me play. And you know, uh, I get all my advice from him. You know, I'm. All my critiques, you know, I get it from him. I was gonna say, does he give you the like, oh, back oh, in my man, day, this game, is what I would have done. Every game, yeah. you know, I, you know, I, I gotta hear it, and you know, I like to hear it because you know, uh, you know, I feel like I can learn a lot from that. And, you know, uh, does he ever get the old game film out? Oh, it's on YouTube. He put it on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> he had it on VHS. He put it on the uh, USB drive and put it on YouTube. Yeah, it's, it's got a thousand views and nine hundred ninety nine. It's yeah. just him and Josh going through it. <laughs> All right, real real quick question because we've we've talked about this with Chris and Josh uh, since you all had family members who played. Uh, both of them said their brothers or uncles would take them out in the front yard and just like lay them out full on like Ray Lewis. Are you are you all with your brothers like lining up and doing routes or anything like that, or is it just kind of chill? Nah, for me, man, it's kind of chill. My little, I have one little brother that plays football, one of them plays basketball, and one of my other little brothers is between sports. And, uh, you know, honestly, I tell them, man, play what you want to play, but, you know, if you're going to play football, you got to be tough for this because, yeah. you know, you get banged up a lot. It banged hurts. Up. Banged up. It banged hurts, up. man. I'm telling you, it hurts. So that's what I'm telling them. Like, personally, my kids, I don't think I'm going to make my kids play football because, you know, it. I'm not going to lie, man, it, it hurts. Hey, I, I love well, it. Kentucky, I love it, though. Kentucky doesn't want to hear that because we yeah, could have a no, couple good no. wide receivers coming. Yeah. <laughs> I don't no, want but to. personally, you know, I love the sport, man. I, I really love it. But, you know, I'm whatever you want to do, you know, make the best of it. You know, do what you want to do. But, don't like, do if, your kids, if your kids want to play football, you'll be Oh, for right. sure, yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah, because yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. we don't want to rule out any future signings. Yeah, no, 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 no. I'm not going to not let them play football. You know, whatever you want to play. You know, we could play. We're going to be the best at it. But, uh you know, that's not going to be the first thing I draw. <laughs> well, <laughs> you just said that. For sure. What about you, Isaiah? About? Uh, <laughs> about, uh, firstly, your motivation while you play. Oh. And then uh, talk about as well when you were growing up. Do you, ha do you have it? You got one brother? Yeah, no, I have two brothers. Um, were they beating the shit out of you? No. Nah, me and my brothers got along. Okay. Like, older one and my younger one. I mean, like, I kind of ter terrorized my little brother uh -huh. a little bit, but... <laughs> I mean, only for the better, though. Mm -hmm. But really, my motivation to play the game really just comes from my my family, but specifically my grandpa. Yep. Um, he passed away a while ago. But um, I just, like, he just, there's a lot of motivation there. I just, like, he's a really good role model for me, like, as a man. Like, I've seen him, like, raise, like, three girls and take care of my grandma and stuff like that. So, like, I mean, I just have nothing for respect for him. And that's just where it comes from. I mean, I just play the game for my family, like. That's all. I just want to be able to do something great for them. 
where does the psycho- love for psychology come from? Just tell people you're doing your masters, right? Yeah. 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 Right. And then uh, where's that come from? Uh, so my love for psychology came from my big cousin, Michaela. Uh-huh. Um, she's probably like 26 or something, if I had to guess. But whenever she was in college at Oklahoma State, that's where both my parents went to. Okay. But um, she was getting her um, undergrad in psychology. And just kind of, we just, we share a lot of common interests. And, like, we really, like, she's, a, I mean, we're different genders and stuff. But, like, we're basically, like, the same person. Like, yep. we're still, like, super close and stuff. But she was just kind of sharing with me, like, what her plan was and what her road was and stuff in college. And it was psychology. And it just, like, struck my interest like that. So after she explained it and stuff, like, I was basically sold like so i didn't there was no question about it like even my parents like thought like because my parent my um, mom's a mechanic my um, a fire protection engineer yep. my brother's an engineer so like they were like no nah, i don't sound crazy right now but it was just like what i was really interested in so just and, from and, my cousin and so brent you wouldn't know this but me and Isaiah had a lot of classes mm. together and i'd often be caught cheating over his shoulder very yeah, <laughs> what? yeah. so I had, to, I, had ask, I had to ask him for all the answers all the time and i think he got sick of me messaging him saying hey you got the answers to this because i had no clue what was this going is on. why this is why you and me do this podcast together because it's really like C's get degrees mentality like you just gotta get through <laughs> <laughs> hey 100 percent. that's it uh real, real quick isaiah so with lexington obviously there's a there's been a lot of great Epps, like Anthony Epps. Uh, your sister's name is, or your cousin's Michaela. name, Michaela Epps. You obviously played here. I'm sure that's confusing. How often have people in Lexington mistaken you for being a part of, like, the basketball Epps family? Here? Yeah, well, whenever I first got here, like, um, I think Michaela Epps' little brother follows me on Instagram. Mm. So I was kind of – Thought you were I, the long-lost brother? Or something <laughs> like that, right? Like, I don't know. But before I got here, I actually had, like, a clue because I saw, like, the family and her. Yeah. But then once I got here, people were definitely asking me, like, hey, like, are you kin to the Epps? Yeah. And I'm like, no. But then ever since that first time, I'm like, they asked me, hey, are you? I'm like, no. no. Just <laughs> off, off the rip. But like I said, I had a little clue before I got here because her little brother followed me on Instagram. Yeah. We're at yeah. KS Bar right now, and KS mm-hmm. Bar is actually looking for chefs and people to work. Yep. Uh, we got one of the two people sitting here that loves to cook. Josh, you love to cook. What's your best meal and how come? Um, you know, I haven't been cooking lately, man, but, uh... Too busy? Banged up? Yeah, too busy, <laughs> but, uh... You know, I can make, I can whip up some good spaghetti and, okay. uh... Italian, okay. Yeah, and, uh, breakfast a little bit, you know. Pancakes? French toast, no pancakes. Ooh! French yeah, toast, French toast. French toast fan, no pancakes. I had some pancakes in Mississippi that were terrible, mm-hmm. so I'm probably not, never gonna eat pancakes <laughs> again, unless it's McDonald's or something. The hotcakes at McDonald's is great. Say, do you do your? Pan- I know there's some people who do pancakes kind of like cornbread, mm-hmm. but like, do you like that kind or do you like it like the sweet kind, like McDonald's? That's how I like, I, I like sweet. it sweet. Yeah, yeah, like McDonald's. Yeah. Now you're. Like are, you, are you from Louisiana? You said your dad played there. Are you from Louisiana? No, as I'm well? from Miami, Florida. Okay, well I, did, I was yeah. gonna ask if you knew how to do like if you done your homework. Nah. I didn't do my. <laughs> if you'd done your homework before <laughs> the show, you'd know exactly where he's from. I'm too. I'm too busy doing the C's get degrees and editing the podcast for three hours. So come on now. Um, yeah. I would be interested to buy a meal off you, Josh, but I'd also be interested to buy some merchandise. <laughs> I'm good at segways. Oh, <laughs> stop saying that. <laughs> Sorry, uh, my favorite thing is to just do stupid shit like that. But we're already practicing you, for next week at Tim Roof. You got, yeah, we're at Tim Roof next Sunday, so come down and watch uh, and have really? a few drinks yeah. while we're doing no, it. Yeah. Yeah. On the stage, we got yeah. Chris and Smoke. And hey, all right, talk about this real quick. I'm with that. So what we're gonna talk about. Your, we're gonna get. <laughs> we're gonna get your merch. We're gonna get your merch on soon. But Smoke just refuses to come on the show, and he's scared. Is he gonna talk when I get him on, or what? Oh, 
hope so. I don't know. Maybe. We'll it's, it's like 50-50, isn't it? It's a fi- that's, yeah. why I, that's why I hesitated. That's, I, it's, it's a 50-50. i got to bring Chris in with him to try and help him out a little bit and teach him how to do this stuff. Yeah, he gotta be. He gotta have somebody that's comfortable. And he's gonna he's gonna be on the stage in front of people too. And he said, "Yeah, he said, yeah." Oh, no. That's the oh, part. Then, that's if he said, "Yeah," then he might be. You know, he might be. I hope he's in a good mood. Good. I hope he yeah. gets a couple of touchdowns or something. It'll be I awesome. wonder. Yeah. I wonder how. I wonder how often he's listened to this show. I wonder if he even knows that no. like we're talking about him. I've watched this week. <laughs> I called. I called Chris, and uh-huh. I was organizing them to come on, and I said. Well, call Smoke real quick and just guarantee with me that he's coming on so I can lock it in. He goes, dude, if I call Smoke, he ain't answering. Whoa, he's like, man. he's uncontactable. That's, so, that's crazy to me. That's uh, absolutely that's wild. But that'll be, it'll be good fun next Sunday. So if you guys yeah. are uh, come down. What about the merchandise? Tell us about merch, Josh. Uh, so I got two companies I'm working with. You know, I got my Prince Ali merch. That's uh, with Boosted. Uh, this is a company called Boosted. I got my Prince Ali merch. And then I also got my Kentucky branded merch, which is, you know, just Josh Ali. You know, I got my uh, got my face on it. I got my name on it. You know, I got a, a few designs. I got some more coming soon. But um, you know, yeah, I got those two. Uh, you can get, find it on my my bio, Instagram, Pascal, and Twitter. Pascal had crop tops for the ladies. You got crop tops? Mm. I don't have crop tops, but I got ladies shirts though. I got ladies. Oh, you and do? Okay. Shirts, yeah. Well, because we asked one day, one day I was like, if you want a crop top, just cut my cut, not yeah. cut my shirt. You know what I mean? <laughs> Dude, yeah, no. can you believe Josh has crop tops that's for the ladies? Smart, <laughs> that's smart. Yeah, well, that's, he obviously I mean, he thinks he's got a lot of female fans. The ladies, man. Yeah, apparently. <laughs> gotta show the ladies some love. Well, speaking of Josh Pascal, I've been seeing everyone call him the president lately. Is that like his new president. thing? Really? Have y'all picked up on that? I don't know. I yeah. haven't picked up if on it, on but Twitter, it makes sense. I don't know. I don't have Twitter. It's like Twitter, Instagram, everyone's just calling him like the president. It um, makes sense. I mean, yeah. I would agree with him. Yeah, I mean, definitely. I'm not knocking it. I mean, So y'all would, y'all would vote for Josh oh, Pascal if he ran for anything? Damn right. He's the president yeah. of our team right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Damn right. All right. Hey, we got two more, and then we'll let you guys go. Quick fire. Two things. Uh, start with Josh, then we'll go to Isaiah. So, people listening, that's the order that's in. Um, least favorite O-lineman, we ask every guest. <laughs> and you can't think about least it. Least favorite. Least favorite. What came to mind? Because I know you thought of one straight away. Oh, man. That's what? my O-lineman, though. I can't do it. It don't matter. It don't matter. <laughs> That'll still block for you. While he thinks about this, I keep waiting for the day someone comes on who actually has beef with one of them. Well, the best thing was, of all the people that we've had on, Will was the quickest. Yep. He was like, Luke. Yep. Luke. Luke? Luke yeah. is the worst? Yeah. He's, oh, no, I can't be Luke. He just because he knows Luke will be the only one that oh, takes yeah. it as a joke. Because Luke listens. I would say, say Austin Dodson. Austin knows <laughs> I love him. I think, I think this I'll is the second Austin person Dotson. for Dodson. Yeah. What you got, Isaiah? Shoot. Hey, Dodd. Man, uh, oh, DK. Okay. Because, yeah, no, yeah. I hope he hear this, too. What was it about uh, DK? Yeah. Is it the chains? No, it's not the chains, bro. It's, <laughs> it's his bad suit. Yeah, the no, bad suit he wore at SEC No, DK got multiple personalities. <laughs> DK is like a, man, he's the biggest, strongest, most childish <laughs> person ever. Uh, oh, okay, man. same order. Favorite Coach Stoops quote, and when the other person says their favorite Coach Stoops quote, you got to think about maybe your favorite Coach Stoops moment. <laughs> what you got, Josh? His favorite quote? Yeah. Oh, well, not his, because we know his, but what's your favorite quote of his? My favorite quote of his? Uh, damn, what is it? Oh, <laughs> what is it? Bro, do not he take says, uh, <laughs> You want to? Well, you go, oh, go, first. Says, go first. He go says, first. He says, uh, right or wrong? Yeah. 
Right or wrong. That's true, my favorite. No, true, no, true or not true. <laughs> yes, true, true or not true. true, or not true. That's true what it is. It's true or not true. He always says it's true or not true. But he's not he's not asking you, he's telling you. He's telling you it's true. Yeah, he's telling you. That's my favorite. Man, did he steal yours? Yeah, he stole <laughs> mine. True or not true? I didn't know how big of a thing it my, was. My new fa- I was thinking about this the other week. My new favorite um, was when we would lose a game and he'd be like talking about us staying together as a team and stuff. And he would be like, it's too easy to stand in the corner and just start pointing fingers. And he did. It gets the, like, the pistons guns. going. But he would guns. literally figuratively go and stand in the corner of the room when he does it and start posting, like, pointing like he's Vince Marrow. That's what I was going to say. I love the hand gestures the coaches have got. Vince Marrow's got the, the yeah. one of these. And then Stoops, obviously, we, we talked about it when he pulls out the sniper. Yeah, when I he pulls it. out the sniper on the field and yep. when he forgets yes. that there's a spoon and gets the coffee. Yep. Have you got a, have you guys, no pressure, but have you got a uh, Coach Stoops moment or memory that is one of your favorites? Oh, Ooh, yeah. What you got? I've heard Missouri last Mine year was good. definitely is the fact that after we beat Florida, he was crowd surfing. <laughs> Again? Like, <laughs> not, like whenever we beat Florida um, 2018. 2018 yeah. When, uh, yeah, the 10-3 season, right? Yeah. The whenever that's my favorite moment of him. Like, the fa- first of all, the fact that our head coach was crowd surfing, <laughs> dancing, but then also the fact that well, just it's, like, it's also that he had to pick strong enough people to hold him up because <laughs> yeah, the yeah, skim milk, def- the skim yeah. milk ain't been working that great for him recently. That's <laughs> and we, and we broke the ceiling on the roof. Ooh, yeah. 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 But just seeing his face like in the crowd, because I seen there's pictures and stuff. I'm sure people can find them. Uh-huh. There's pictures of him crowd surfing. Like he just looks so happy. Yeah, yeah. like a kid on Christmas. Yeah, I mean, man. of course, we just beat Florida for the first you got, time. You got Florida. anything, Josh? Uh, man, my favorite moment is whenever he's on the sideline and he's getting into it with the ref. <laughs> the most funniest thing ever, man. Because you know it'd be a, a whole play gone by. Yeah, <laughs> and he's still play, going. He's still yeah, going. He's still going. And in my head, I'm like, damn, like Coach Stoops, like yeah, they ain't changing it. They're not going. They're but, not changing you know, it. Coach Stoops and, gonna ride. And at the same time, like man, they're not gonna throw a flag for this man. Yeah. Like he's dead, cursing them out. Yeah, red you face, mad. And yeah. the play happened two plays ago. And I'm like, I'm, wa- I'm cool. waiting for the day where he passes out on the side of the field, yeah. he's, or his head just explodes because <laughs> he gets so much pressure in his he head. So mad, bro. Um, and then the last one, out of 10. You can expand on it if you want, or you can just give a rating out of 10. Well, actually, you, I've Josh. got one more after you. But okay. okay. Uh, Coach Stoops dancing out of 10. Because, I mean, you guys have got to laugh at it yeah. as much as I do, right? Three and a half. Three and a half? That's, that's, that's extravagant. Mm, three and a half. I'll uh, give him a five, man. I was going to say, my favorite no, one. You said three and a half. Are you about to give him hey, an eight? Not, you know, not effort out of 10. Not his effort. No, look, but I'm saying I'll give him. His effort or, the, or that's the effort it would be. 15. Oh, effort. That's what I'm oh, saying. But execution, execution. Execution. Like, okay, four. Okay, yeah, execution is definitely low. He be trying, but the fact One. That, the he fact that he tries, though. the fact that he, he tries, he just, you know, I got to give him a five. The effort is what do it. But yeah. that's like throwing Manny Harper out there and saying he's trying, yeah. man. But if he, ain't, <laughs> if he ain't catching any balls, then it doesn't matter, does it? I love Manny Harper, by the way. He's my favorite coach at the moment, so don't worry. We get along well. But he, he worst dancer I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> Nah, man. Yeah, you got to give, you gotta give him some a good credit, dancer. though. He don't got no rhythm, no nothing. But the fact that he tries and he he's not as, he's not scared to do it in front of everybody, I got to give well, him a Well, that's the thing. Like, he just – he he be getting down with us. Okay. Like, yeah, that's yeah, the cool, yeah, part, that's the cool so. part. I was going to say, my favorite one, that, the, the clips that we saw, I think it was after – it was either the Belk Bowl or last year at the Gator Bowl. When he comes in, he starts mo- – like, he's got dead face, straight eyes, <laughs> and he starts moving his shoulders like this. <laughs> Dude, that was last year. <laughs> that was good. Um, that was good so, so, last one just for the podcast sake. Uh, teammates with Max, 
and and well, Max specifically. How how was that? Did y'all ever hey. uh, get into it with Max, or was it was it fun? Was it what was that like? Man, it was definitely. And did you fun. ever have to catch his punts in practice? I assume you saw. Every time I had to catch his punts in practice. Every time he punted, you know, and this, you know, I feel like he prepared me for you know what I have to do now because I don't see no punts like that now. So you know, it's every punt's around. pretty pretty yeah. easy now because you know I've been through catching W's punt you yeah. know, for the past two years and stuff like that. So you know, man, Duffy got it. We we went through it a couple times, <laughs> man. We, you know. But I survived. Did he ever? Did he ever uh, take we, me to the house on your practice? We shared a couple of choice nights at like the paddock and places yeah, like that. Exactly. I'm not. I'm not sure that they even came a close second. I think I was first by about three hours, and they they went home pretty early. I think most times, but they they gave just like Coach Dukes, they gave great effort. Great, great effort. <laughs> but then they got banged up as the longer yeah. they went into the night. You know. Yeah, they haven't been banged up like me and Sawyer Smith have been banged up. I can tell you that. Oh man! All right, Josh Isaiah, thanks for coming on. It's been an absolute blast. Looking forward to. Uh, Next week against Tennessee. Um, and, uh, thank, you, thank you all for coming on. Sure. Yeah, thanks, Appreciate guys. You Appreciate it. Thank you. All right. Well, Max, I don't know about you. Um, and these are getting pretty cookie cutter, by the way, the way I like preface these. But genuinely, I think that was one of the funniest ones we've done. Yeah. Uh, it was great having Josh and Isaiah on. Awesome to have them. Like I said during the, during the podcast, uh, you can't get one without the other. So, yeah. uh, you know, as much as we tried to keep them separated, we had to get them both in. Uh, yeah. It was awesome to have them. I think – if you're a UK fan, you should really appreciate the things that these guys have had to go through. Like we yeah. mentioned it when we were talking to them. It's like four years of being with running offense, Lynn Bowden at quarterback, which Lynn was great, but we weren't yeah. throwing it a lot. A pretty and much dormant passing offense in 2020. Transfer portals open if you yeah. want to go, and these guys are stuck at it, and now they get to hopefully over the rest of this year and then you know maybe next year be able to live in a world where we're starting to throw them the ball. And I think it was great to hear from – um, Isaiah about how he got his first touchdown pass yep. this year. I think that's great just for the, like, the dedication, hard work, and how, how much it takes the to really off. succeed. Like, we take it for granted that guys can play SEC football and it should just be a God-given right. For lots of guys, man, you got to work at it day in, day out, and then you only get those one or two moments of like, oh, man, that was all worth it. And it's, it's tough, but well, I'll tell you what, when those times come, it makes you super happy. And that's why when we talked to Coach Stoops, we talked about, you know, how hard it is, how hard his grind is each day in, day out. But when you go and, you go and beat a team like Florida and the, uh, the fans rush the field, it makes it all worthwhile. Yeah, yeah and that's one thing I thought was interesting too is is Josh, he said he was contemplating like, hey, do I want to go with Terry at the end of this season? And then I think that also speaks to the uh, kind of culture Stoops has built here about how every year is a building block. So like, I, like we talked about plenty of times, every offense they've played in has been completely different. Yeah. And I think the fact that Josh, even though he's been hurt for two weeks, um, I think he's really starting to, to benefit from that. And another great example of, and I think we've hopefully proved this over this year with our podcast, is that not only are these guys great players, but great guys as well to hang yep. around with. And I think one of the greatest things about playing at UK is we don't have any egos on our team. Nope. It's just guys getting along, having a good time. If anything, we're probably too humble uh, most of the time. We maybe needed that bit of arrogance that will let yeah. us board us. So uh, great to have them, but... So much so that uh, one of them stuck around. Yeah, we finally got him separated. We're sitting here. We yeah. did this with Luke last week, acting like he wasn't here. Isaiah is here. He's having a bit of separation yep. anxiety right now. He's actually, he's actually on the phone. You can't see. He's I on the phone the... texting Josh right now going, are you okay? No. You sweet. <laughs> like, I know you just left, but I'll be with you in five minutes. <laughs> Not a shot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so actually they're going to be with us. Um, actually, hold on. I, Isaiah's filling in for not only we, – we've had Aaron Clark on before. Yep. He couldn't make it today. 
Miles also couldn't make it today. Um, so we just want to hold a quick moment of silence for Miles. Uh, we lost him. Uh, to we lost him at about 3 a.m. last night yeah. on the streets of Broadway, and we're not sure if he's survived that. So we the we fact the, we got him on early today was uh, we it was a ghost. Yeah. So a, just so uh, quick three, moment of silence. Three seconds. Yep. All right. Yep. And yeah, good riddance to Miles. Okay. <laughs> um, so. Isaiah, we got you. Uh, you're sticking around, and uh, yep. you mentioned you might stick around for Tim Roof next Sunday. Yeah, I might. I might pop out and join you guys. Two yep. o'clock, Brent. Two o'clock. Yep. You guys will be there. Uh, you Me and Miles. Miles will. Unfortunately, you will not. No, because uh, Green Bay. Green Bay. We just got to do it. City. No, but, you a uh, cheesehead. Oh yeah. Wait, oh, we talked about. The, so you all watched? Are Are you a Packers fan or no? no? I assume not. I'm not much of a Packers fan. I'm a I'm a Cowboy fan. Ooh. Oh, you hate me then. <laughs> yeah, I'm a cowboy fan, man. <laughs> we own them. You got Q and Kelvin Joseph uh, there now, so we're sweet. Yeah. Hey, well, so I mean, we got Randall back. 2 o'clock till 3.30 next Sunday. We'll be at Tin Roof doing our show live. Uh, I'm not sure how it's going to go. We're going to kind of play it by ear, see how we go, get a bit of fan interaction going. But we're going to have Chris Rodriguez and Cavassier Smoke, like we've said. So please come down. I still need to get out, over get there and good test food. the audio. I love the wings at Tin Roof. They're the most underrated wings of all time. True. I go there just for the wings. Yeah, it's like a weird place, but they've got great Have wings. Have you all ever had the Nashville hot chicken sandwich there? I have not. And only oh, wings. Oh, man. The chicken sandwich is so good. But you got to get it. Like, they put, like, I don't know if you all are potato salad people. Mm. I love potato salad. And they put it on the sandwich. No. I don't think oh, I've God. ever even had potato no, salad. No, I just no. get wings every right, single well, time. Well, if you do, man. I don't, like, if you get potato salad, get it with mustard, not mayonnaise. Okay, I'll keep that in mind. Yeah. We'll, do, we'll do what you have to do. Yeah, you do what you got to do. They're going to do what they have to do. You're <laughs> killing me with the segues, man. I swear, <laughs> I'm about to. Um, so, yeah, we're going to get to our favorite segment. Boys do what they want to do. Men do what they have to do. That's correct. Why is that, Max? Because you can't just pull the covers up in the morning, can you, Isaiah? You can't just sit there and go, it's cold, I'm tired, I'm banged up from this SEC schedule. Yep. I want to just pull the covers up and not get out of bed. No, you got to get out of bed, go and do what you have to do. Because boys want to pull the covers up, Brent. Yeah, they don't want to catch those Will Levis footballs in the cold. They don't want to do what they have to do. They got to do it. They don't want to do what they have to do. Got to do it. So, Max, who is uh, your early nomination? I think we're actually going to get a special nomination from Isaiah, too. Uh, well, do you want to go first? Because I've actually forgotten mine. <laughs> so go and I can quickly remember what I was going to do. Oh, man. So mine is going to stick with the, the theme of being a, a diehard Packers fan Thursday night. AJ Green. Uh, oh, just doing what he has to do. He was pulling. He, I guess he thought Lynn Bowden was well, playing quarterback. That's what I was going to say. He it's thought he was in the Kentucky offense for a little bit yep. and just so, forgot that they actually throw balls to him and yep. just went and started run blocking already. Yep. And then Rasiel Douglas, who was a former Cardinal, uh, got got the pick. And then uh, we were happy. Randall Cobb got two touchdowns. So uh, go Pack, go. Do you see that, Isaiah? Bro, he looked like a complete fool. <laughs> <laughs> I was confused whether if it was his fault or the quarterback's fault. It's definitely his fault. Oh, it's got to be right. Be. Like because no, you. You don't want to run the ball. I there. just I looked at the way the O line was blocking. It was definitely he was blocking like it was a run play, but they the, were pass the, pro. Well, right, yeah, yeah, and every other off uh, every other wide receiver was running their route. Yeah, he was tripping. He must have not have got the call. So, have. so but you're do, a Cowboys fan, but doing what he had to do. Doing what he has to do. You're a Cowboys fan. Can you do what you have to do and tell me that Packers are the best team in the NFL? I can't. I'm just going oh, to I'm gonna on, just man. have to be a boy. Seven then. straight. Yeah, I can't. No, that, <laughs> man, doing that would be a boy thing. <laughs> Uh, Max, Max hates the Packers, by the way, and every other NFL team. 
I can't because my one of my favorite artists, <laughs> one of my favorite artists is Lil Wayne, and he's a he's a Packers oh, yeah? fan. So it kind of, but I can't do it though. All right, yeah. Hopefully, Isaiah, when you when your time comes, you don't hate the NFL teams as much as me for not being on a roster. I just wanted so. to ask him though, what's your favorite Lil Wayne album? It's got to be the Carter Three. So you put him on the yeah. spot. Carter Three has to be or four. Four is good. Four. It's like two, three, four. You can't go wrong with those. Yeah. It's one of the Carters. I've really shuffle all. Do you I've like the Carters? I, I don't know. I don't listen to that. Oh uh, no, Kings really. of Leon guy. I'm a Kings of Leon guy. I uh, no. I get into it a little bit in the weight room when they chuck it on, but besides that, I, I'm just I'm like Coach Stoops. I'd be terrible at dancing to it. I've remembered my guy though. Stoops loves I? Biggie though, by the way. Yeah, he does. Yeah. You can never go wrong with just the general head bob. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Who's your man of the week, Max? I'm like that guy that's in the bar and it's loud and the song's going on. Everyone else is dancing. And I'm trying to whisper in the girl's ear and she's just pretending she can't hear me. Oh, nice. <laughs> nice. Always um, a good move. I've got two. Um, we've got our typical one, which was Coach Stoops losing his absolute mind at the defense last <laughs> night. Uh, I'm really worried about the the vein on the right of his head. Mm. Seems to be getting bigger and bigger each week. Um, he it's looks, all the skim milk built up in oh, there. He looks like an absolute tomato sometimes when he just starts getting a bit of rage and his head goes super red. Um, almost mistake it for an actual football sometimes. Oh, no. But my actual man of the week is Matt Ryan. He, it's Halloween this week. Mm-hmm. I've got two men. I've got a boy of the week and a man of the week. Here you go. I'm going to follow this up with a question for you, by the way. So man of the week this week. Is Matt Ryan. So he, if you haven't watched the NFL, please look this up. Um, he got a really, really bad cut on his hand. Well, supposedly a bad cut. And there was blood all over it. And he kind of had to stop the game for a little bit and work it out. I think it was just his Halloween costume um, to put it to the ultimate effect. All the guys dress up as Halloween uh, actors and uh, characters and stuff like that before the game. And he just said, I'm taking it to the field. <laughs> the second one is a boy doing what they want to do is my own self, Max Duffy, I'm moved into a new apartment on the weekend, okay? And it's Halloween, and I'm not used to Halloween because I'm from the great country of Australia. Do they not do Halloween in Australia? No, and we were... Oh, no. Not, well, not much. Though. And we're walking out. I was walking out, moving stuff in and out, in and out. I'd done like four trips back and forth from the car, right? And I look up at this window that's in the apartment building that I'm in, and it looks like... like the lighting looked like someone was like trying to escape the window, but they're right. getting killed at the same time. Yeah. And I'm like, holy shit. And I dropped my bags. And I was like, how am I going to save this person? And like, I genuinely for like five to 10 seconds was like, should I call the police? Should I just storm up there? Like, what if the door's locked? Like, what am I going to do? And I, I was like, huh. Because then afterwards it changed the graphic to just skeletons dancing. And I was like, <laughs> Max, you're an idiot. That is a Halloween light in the window. So you've been here for three years. They don't do Halloween in Australia. Have you gone as anything before? Did you go as anything this year? I dressed up one time for Halloween when I was here, and I went as the ghost emoji um, from, uh, like, when you text. That's, that is the most Max Duffy costume I can think <laughs> of. Like, genuinely, that has you all. So you're not going as anything this year? Uh, I'm not. I'm going as myself. Yeah. The the punter formerly known as Max Duffy. Yeah. Right? So that's my uh, men of the week for this week. Now, I'm interested to hear this one because this would be yeah, my favorite one. I'm excited about this uh, one. Who's doing what they have to do? Man, my probably my fu- my opinion, future. Future okay. Hendrix. Future. You know, future Hendrix, man. He uh Future's a really conservative guy. You know, people some people get it, some people don't, but he's always out there stirring up the pot a little bit. Okay. We and, like that. <laughs> it's just the toxic man. Man. And here recently everybody was saying that Will Smith needs to start being friends with Future. Okay. Mm-hmm. But like I said, he always known for doing controversial things and 
Future tweeted back and said, um, Future tweeted back and said, I'd rather hang with, uh, I'd rather hang with Jada. Oh, no. So that's what, in my opinion, that's what, that's the man that's doing something that he has to do. It's just keeping the world off balance. Hopefully he's doing what he has to do. So here's my thing. Max has already established he's not a big, like, hip-hop guy, probably not a big Future guy. If you put a bunch of people in a lineup, I probably couldn't pick Future out. So here's the thing. Uh, I I'm, I'm could a, pick Jada Smith out though. I can tell you that. Could, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I am. I think a, she uh, might have been on the Mississippi State uh, oh dance God. team last night. <laughs> Golden girl, huh? Yeah. Um, I'm a fan of Futures, but what I know is our listeners, I would say about seventy to eighty, maybe eighty-five percent, don't know who Future is. Yeah. Don't like Future. Um, I suggest listening to Dirty Sprite too, if if you want to <laughs> get uh, in touch with Future. But Future's whole thing is uh, this. Uh, to put it in maybe more efficient terms would be like toxic masculinity. It's just a, a whole meme chart of like, you know, do what you got to do, like treat her. Well, and the thing is like as well dirt. is like I can it's see. It's like Slick so Rick, treat her, like, treat her like dirt. A lot of people uh, always. Belong to the streets. Yeah, <laughs> belong to the streets. A lot of people always like sit back and think like, how does Coach Stoops come up with these great things? Well, obviously he's following Future on Twitter. Future. Saw the little Will Smith shout out and thought, well, Will Smith been in any movies recently? Oh, Serena Williams movie. Uh, yep. There we go. Yep. Fantastic. Let's put that on for the boys and that'll get them going. Question. Do you all really like. Man of the week Especially because right you, you might not recognize Future if you heard the song. Isaiah. Stoops, have you ever heard him listening to Future walking around or anything like that? No. I ain't never seen Stoops listen to music or with headphones on for that matter. But whenever we play our music, oh, he gets he always, <laughs> he like, this is the thing about Stoops that I love. Like, he's like such a player's coach yeah. and like wants us to genuinely do what we want to do to make us happy to, you know, like, he knows that he has to give us some kind of freedom for us to perform or to give some effort here's a hilarious story now i can't say the name of the song because it will get him in trouble but there was a song with a (laughs) a weird film clip well not weird i would say uh questionable film clip and we were so every time before a team meeting normally we play some music right can you give me who's saying i can no i'm not going to do it and so then stoops walked in stoops walked in glanced at the film clip and thought hmm i might want to watch a little bit more of this and see how it goes and just sat down and watched the rest of the film clip and then hopped up with the biggest smile on his face I've ever seen like he had been at that exactly establishment the night before and just smiled and then continued on with the meeting. It was hilarious. Yeah, he's just showing the name of the song right there. So, one of the great, that was one of the greatest no. moments. Yeah, that was one of the greatest oh, moments no. of my life. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm glad you didn't say that. But mm-hmm. Wow. Um, what about Vince, though? <laughs> Because Vince always comes in with the sunglasses on. Yeah, he's too, oh, busy. too, guns too busy. He too busy. He gets a Frito dust all over the keyboard. But when he was, he's he was listening to Kodak Black on that song. No, so I don't know if he's bro. a Co- – Coach Mero is a money bag guy. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. He told us in, the, in like a TV – so I used to work at the, the TV show Hey Kentucky, uh, which – uh, is no longer around. And we went to Media Day 2019, and we asked, like, Stoops and Mero, like, who they listened to this other. Mm-hmm. Uh, Stoops said Biggie, Notorious B.I.G., and Mero said he's a big Elton John guy. So I don't know if you see him see him listen to Elton John. Yeah, that's true. That's oh, true. No, he is. He's big Elton John. Like, he wild. loves it. I didn't yeah. know that. That's surprising. Because every time I see him, he like money bad. He doing this right here. <laughs> like I said, the generic head bob. The head bob. I feel like that's a good move for him because he just – Elton John was a big uh, Tennessee Volunteers fan, right? I don't know where you're going with that. Well, I think it was about time that we do our little preview for oh Tennessee. Oh, my God, dude. Your segues, <laughs> you're starting to reach now. 
Uh, yeah, let's do our Tennessee, a uh, little bit of a Tennessee talk. Uh, Isaiah, I think, is going to go uh, head down or not. Yeah, he's going to – he probably can't say too much about this because we don't want to give away the game plan or anything like that. But uh, but we're definitely going to hang up for We obviously – we'll have our serious preview on Saturday, so please hang out for that. Like we've said, uh, we've got a big week coming up with uh, roof Saturday preview. Well. Big Tennessee. Tennessee sold out, so it'll be great to see everyone at the game and then follow that up by selling out Tin Roof. Yep. But, uh, Brent, what do you think? It's a big week this week. We, you know, there's a chance for a historic season because this is the moment right now. This is This, is, this, this is, is literally point. almost our Super Bowl in terms of, like, we win this game. We, I don't want to jump the gun, but I'm pretty sure we go 10-2. and two, We win this game. Yeah. We lose this game. We end up 9-3, and three, same as the Citrus Bowl season. I'd love to see him outdo the Citrus Bowl year, um, yeah. go 10 and 2. I think it would probably be the first time we've won 10 games in. I don't know how long, but you're great with stats. 1950. There you go. There you go. So 10 and 2. And then with a chance of winning the bowl game, which would make us 11 or 2. Yeah. Absolutely unbelievable season. But this is the moment because this is the game, right? Yeah. I told you guys, what was it, two weeks ago, three weeks ago, that the tail of this season will be the Mississippi State Tennessee game. Yeah. Tennessee looks much better than we think they are. Uh, going to Mississippi State, haven't won there, still haven't won there since 2008. Um, yeah, it's it's really that's what it comes down to. If you want to go 10 and 2, if you want to play in a New Year's Six Bowl, if you want to keep pushing forward, if you want to if you want to validate the dominance you all put down in Knoxville last year because they might say, oh, it was a COVID year or whatever, like you've got to go out and win. I've said it a thousand times. Tennessee usually has had the, their meltdown halfway through the season and move on. I think it was the Ole Miss game a while back. But I tell you what, they look a lot better than we think yeah, they Yeah, and I don't want to like just point out the obvious. We always get into people for doing that. But this is going to be an all-time shootout because they don't have defense and we've got a good offense. We had two boys on here that are going to – well, we've got two men on here. Yeah. Sorry, not boys. We've got two men on here that are going to catch multiple touchdowns this upcoming Saturday. But I'm really, really interested to see our defense against uh, Tennessee with the hurry-up offense that they've been doing because you can remember, obviously, last year we faced this an offense like this before in Ole Miss, and, uh, man, we struggled to stop that one. So that's going be, to be a big but test. here's the thing. Hendon Hooker, who is Tennessee's quarterback, I believe, and I'll cut this out if I'm wrong because I hate sounding wrong. Okay. I believe he was the quarterback for Virginia Tech in the Belk Bowl. Am I right about that? I know neither of y'all played on defense, but I'm pretty sure he was the Virginia Tech transfer. Where at? Uh, I don't know. Wait, Virginia I Tech and where? I didn't so for the H- Belk Hendon Bowl. Hooker, I think, was the quarterback for Virginia Tech. That name sounds familiar. Let me, let me look. I, I didn't do a whole lot of say. film prep on Virginia Tech's offense that I actually, week. I swear I wrote the post on him where he went from Virginia Tech to, to Tennessee. Yep, yep, he was the uh, Hendon Hooker. Let's go to uh, Tennessee. What a great name. He was? Well, uh, while you're looking for it, Brent, yeah, uh, what do. I'll do is I'll just give my little quick prediction like we always do. By the way, um, with our SEC predictions this week, uh, we were really, really good. Um, I was one. I was. I choose the exact margin of the Georgia Florida game. So congrats to me. Said twenty seven point difference. It ended up being twenty seven. Uh, Brent picked up the Vanderbilt covering, which was great from him. Me and Miles picked up the Auburn winning, and uh, unfortunately we were all wrong about Kentucky. But it is what it is. Um, so look forward to the SEC predictions again this week. But my Tennessee prediction this week for an early week before we find out who's banged up and who's not banged up. Mm is uh, I think we're going to get it done. I think it's going to be a super close game. We keep calling it every week, so I almost feel like I almost feel bad and we're overdoing it, but there's going to come a time where Matt Ruffalo is going to be called upon this season, and I feel like this could be the week. I feel like it could be like 35-38, 42-45, something like that this week. I, 
Our defense is just starting to get a little bit too banged up, SEC schedule, as we always say. Yep. Um, and I feel like this would be the time where it's just Will Levis plays Hilton Hooker or whatever his name Hinden, is. Hinden Hinden, Hooker. Hinden Hooker. Um, and 42-45. Um, so it took me a, a solid five to seven minutes to look this up. Hendon Hooker was the quarterback in the Belk Bowl for Virginia Tech. He went 12 for 22, 110 yards, yep. two touchdowns. So, I mean, Stoops and uh, Brad White have played against Hooker before. before. Yep. I think that'll be uh, interesting, obviously. New coach down there in Tennessee. That'll be interesting. Do you want me to give my score prediction real quick? Sure. Or? Okay, over, under, yep. 62 and a half. Over. You think so? Yeah. Combined score. Yeah. Interesting. Well, before we get to Brent's then – Mr. Interesting, give us give us <laughs> your thoughts on the game and give us a little – you can give us a score prediction now. If you choose Tennessee to win, I'm going to be shocked. So, don't do that. But if, give if, us you, a, if you pick Tennessee to win, like there's going to be a lot of money going on the balls. You probably haven't watched much tape so far because you're going to get to that tomorrow. But uh, just general thoughts on Tennessee, what you think is coming in this game? I mean, just regardless of their record or anything, it's a rivalry game. So, anything can happen. Yep. Um, like I said, we're going to have to clean up a whole lot of stuff just from last game. I mean, not clean up a lot of stuff from the season, but just from last game so far as the turnovers. Like, bro, we cannot turn the ball over four or five times and win, especially in a rivalry game. But it should be a good game, though. I'm I'm, uh, I'm excited. It's a, is it at night? It's at night, 7 p.m. I'm glad you know you what know you're playing. Yeah, playing. Hopefully yeah. you turn up at the right time. <laughs> it's going to be cold. Yeah, it so, is. I mean, oh, is it going to be cold? Yeah, I bet it will be. Tennessee's always cold. Every game, every yeah. year, it's this freezing cold. the last cold. four or five games of the yeah. season. Uh, it always all gets right, give it, throw this in with us because you're obviously going to say that we're going to win. All right. What uniforms do you hope we wear Saturday night? Oh, please. Uh, and what's your favorite one, too? Well, I hope he just says his favorite. Oh, oh yeah. That too. Well, my favorite we can't wear because we're at home. But oh, we you, do you like out. the chrome white white? Yeah, gotta yeah, do the, like white, the chrome white white. Anything, do white out. anything chrome dome is fire. Yeah. yeah, but probably all blue with the blue face, with the mask. chrome helmet, all blue. Back with, to the belt ball. Yeah, all blue with the that or or the surprise. Hey, whoa. Okay, so all, you all blue with the surprise. You may have heard it here first, and I'm not going to give away anything, but there could be a surprise coming with one of the pieces of uniform this weekend because I've heard rumors. Definitely. So there you go. That's yeah. all. That's all. That's it. We're not saying anymore. Stay tuned for it. Um, wow. I, I just saw it. Yeah, Brent got so excited that I um, had to stop the I, podcast. I didn't realize he had an umbrella in his pants that just went off uh, <laughs> when we were talking. Well, about I it. mean, I, I expect it to be all over the state when they hear this because but like, you man, just almost crazy. blew something over the entire state when I'm we sorry. told you about it. I'm so. sorry. Well, anyways, so now that now that you got that, I guess uh, favorite uniform is uh, might change. Yeah, from the white has stuff. changed. Yeah, has, has changed. changed. Come on, so bro. give a, give the fans ten seconds of confidence about this week. Uh, I think you guys should probably just be confident in the fact that we've came this far. Like, it's really simple. Like, we've turned this program around from, I mean. Two wins. Man. Two wins to six. Two wins like to that. six. Exactly. Well, I mean, six at this point. And just the fact that we've also just lost two games in a row. This is the most confidence that you guys should have. Like, because, like, we fought. Like, we're a hard-fighting team. We're very physical. Yep. We just got to execute a little better and everything will be dialed up. But the confidence should definitely be in the fact that we've made it this far and the fact that we have let one turn into two. Hey, man, we've loved having you. Yep. We appreciate you sticking around. We're about to uh, go out and have yep. some uh, fun. We're Brent, gonna, we're gonna can we get a score prediction off you and then we're going to wrap things up? All oh, right, right, right. Oh, we always stole. You still on this haven't one too. thought about it? Well, I got distracted. 
No, I'll, I'll tell you what. Every no, time, I got so it. You I got think, it. No, I no, got no, no. it. Here's the thing. I got no, it. No, 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 no. Here's Four. the thing. Here's the thing. We've been doing this thing for thirty-four numerous, twenty. We've been doing thirty-four twenty for numerous Kentucky. weeks, and every single time you act like we're not going to do a score prediction, no. or you don't remember, and you're like, no. just give me a second to think about it. No. One. So there's two reasons why that's bad. One, you know we do the podcast every Sunday. You should come in with somewhat prepared. No, I've two, got it. I've you got think it. people care enough that you should actually like put a lot of effort into it. No, of what you should do. No one cares about what I think. No one cares miles yourself. So just say a score that comes to your head. Well, I don't want to say something that makes me sound stupid because if you remember, I once called people. I I didn't mean to. I was just fired up and I was like, I think you're an idiot if you think that. Uh, Mm-hmm. And what happened that, then? It happened. Yeah. If it okay. went under, and then it went way under. Well, so. hey. I can't wait to see you guys next Sunday. Yeah, uh, 30, hopefully 30, with Miles if his pulse comes back. Yeah, hopefully we get him back. He's still in Nashville, hasn't made his way up. So Great episode. Make sure you uh, retweet this if you want to win the signed ball. They yep. still exist. Uh, we've got plenty of signatures. The balls are starting to get filled up. Uh, we got to get out of here. we got to get to Tin Roof ASAP. So thank you all for listening. This has been another edition of Pin It Deep. Isaiah, thanks for coming on. It's been great having you. Yeah, thanks for having um, me, guys. Yeah, and we will see you all on Saturday. Thanks. Thanks. Thanks.